At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare getting ready to take on spring make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools from hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right, ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary, forward, prohibited by law, 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is the Lombardi Line with Michael Lombardi and Patrick Maher on VSIN. The Lombardi Line presented by BetMGM. Dave Ross alongside Wes Reynolds here at South Point Casino in Las Vegas, Nevada. Wes, happy Tuesday to you, my friend. I wake up each and every day ready to do our show and all hell breaks loose. Mm-hmm. And it looks like the sports world right now, it's, uh, you know, these are the dog days of summer, right? We're just getting ready for the NFL. Right. Those dog days have been put on hold. Uh, by the way, we have some breaking news involving Deshaun Watson. We'll try to get that. Apparently, a lot of those cases have been settled. How that affects Deshaun Watson and the Browns in the futures market. We'll try to put our thumb on that as the show continues. But that news is just coming out now. Earlier this morning, you wake up if you're a golf fan getting ready for the Travelers on Thursday. And we're going to have uh, uh, Len Hochberg, my buddy from the, used to be of the Washington Post, still very connected in the golf world. Uh, he's going to join us as well. And we thought we'd talk about the Travelers and maybe look at some of the big guns from this weekend at the U.S. Open, how that would fare. And then one of those big guns makes his announcement that he's going to live golf. I don't think it's a surprise to people that have been following that Brooks Kepka he gone. Now, his brother Chase Kepka had already gone over to live golf. A yeah, couple that of weeks wasn't ago. an accident by, by no. the way, either to put uh, Chase in the field. And uh, you mentioned with Kepka, obviously, he was very defensive <laughs> at, the, at the U.S. Open at the media availability. I think his press conference, I believe, was on was last week, mm-hmm. a week ago today on Tuesday. And he was like, hey, can we talk about the U.S. Open? And, 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 you know, I understood where he was coming from, but it's like, 
The criticism at least rings a little bit hollow. Look, I'm for bagging on the media or maybe pointing uh, their mistakes out as much as anybody, but it's like that's the A story right now in golf. Of course, that's what everybody is going to ask about and be like, are you going? And we know Brooks Kepka has always been like, hey, the majors are my priority. And, you know, that he doesn't really grind it out, you know, to win the Rocket Mortgage Classic no. or some of the, the regular standard PGA Tour events or even some of the bigger ones for that matter. But – you know, he's a guy much like Dustin Johnson that they probably want to play less and obviously make more, which uh, they're able yeah, to do. It, they're it, both newlyweds, yes, right? They have yes. Uh, happy wives, happy yeah. lives. Yeah, yeah. And, and, D, and DJ also has children. That's so, right. you know, maybe wanting to spend more time. In, and it's like, I, I get it. But, I mean, this is obviously because there's a boatload full of money that's being promised to these guys. So uh, Brooks Kapka looks like he's going to go. Abraham answer has also been rumored. Uh, that has not been announced, mm -hmm. but pretty much everybody in golf media is going to say, and okay, he's going to go over for that. Meanwhile, Colin Morikawa comes out this morning and says, uh, to state for the record, I'm just going to read his tweet here yep. at Colin underscore Morikawa. To state for the record, once again, you are all absolutely wrong. I've said it <laughs> since February at Riviera that I am here to stay on the PGA Tour and nothing has changed. Now, this was actually the breaking news of the tweet besides that. Now, if you'll excuse me, I've got some cereal to pour in my milk. There you go. I see. So some guys are going to do the hard line. We're not leaving. By the way, Jay Monahan, the uh, commissioner of the PGA Tour, just completed a 90-minute emergency, emergency session with the PGA Tour members mm -hmm. at the Travelers, which is going to go on Thursday in two days mm -hmm. in Hartford, Connecticut. And apparently in that 90-minute meeting, it was announced that there'd be six new events post-FedEx Cup where the top 50 in the world will be playing for $20 million mm -hmm. prizes. So you go, whoa, non-cut event. Sound familiar? That's what they're doing at Live, which is non non cut events, mm -hmm. and you're going to be eligible now for all this influx of money, which is some of what the tour players had been complaining about. That you're giving the, the Live Golf is giving away boatloads of money. Where's our money here in the PGA Tour? They're being paid handsomely, but not in comparison to what the Live Golf players are getting paid. So that is new as of the last hour. Now, apparently, in said meeting, there were a lot more questions being asked by the players than answers. So we'll find out how that all is going to translate. The one interesting nugget to me is, right now, as we talk here in the Lombardi line on a Tuesday, Brooks Kepka is in the field for the Travelers. Mm -hmm. He's about 40 to 1, 45 to 1. We'll talk about numbers later on again with Len Hochberg later on in the program. So this is where the rubber might hit the road for the first time. Because guys that have committed to the Live Tour have not tried to show up at a PGO Tour event and play. Brooks might be the first guy to show up like Costanza and Seinfeld. And uh, I'm here for work. Mm -hmm. I'm showing up to work. What's the PGA Tour going to do come Thursday if Brooks Kepka? does, in fact, intend to tee it up in two days. Because right now, Wes, he's still in the field. Now, now, how is he obviously going to approach it? Is, is he going to be like Costanza and not touch the Penske file? That's right. In, in that little office. So that's something uh, that might be concerning, uh, at least for the short term this week. But, yeah, to give more details on that, there was a meeting this morning with Jay Monahan, mm -hmm. and I think about 100 PGA Tour players are right around there. And it says, and I'll give the details here, starting next year, the fall portion of the PGA Tour schedule will include eight limited no-field, no-cut events, as you mentioned, $20 million 
dollar versus each. Now, one of the criticisms that I think was maybe a strong talking point in Jay Monahan's case is it's like these are exhibitions. You know, it's a shotgun start. <laughs> it's a weird format. <laughs> oh, you interesting, know, isn't it? F- uh, Forty-eight guys, fifty-four holes, and now this is very kind of live like. I guess twenty million dollar totally. purses each. Top 50 finishers of the FedEx Cup standings. Now, those outside the top 50, they're going to have alternate tournaments where they kind of fight to keep their cards because that's what you do. Usually, you get into the fall, the Corn Ferry Tour is having their finals, and it's like, okay, the guys that are the top 25 in earnings in the regular season get PGA Tour cards. The top 25 in the playoffs also get PGA Tour cards. Now, that doesn't mean you necessarily get in any event you want. There's a priority list based on the money you earn and based on your status. So those outside the top 50 compete in an alternate series of tournaments, fight to keep their cards, earn better status for the following season. So basically, you know, in a nutshell, in terms of how that fall schedule is going to be held is that there's not a wraparound season because we know after the FedEx cup, cause they moved that up to kind of finish like the week or two before the NFL season, mm-hmm. you don't want to get lost in the shuffle and compete against the NFL. Once that gets started in terms of your big events, then you get into like the fall series events. Like we have a fall series event right out here in Las Vegas, That's a right. very nice tournament at, Summerlin. at TPC Summerlin, the Shriners uh, hospitals for children open. So you get those events and you know, you get the Sanderson farms in Mississippi, those are usually like your fall series events, but now apparently no more wraparound season. Cause they went to that a few years ago where it's like the 2022, 2023 season would actually start in September. It wouldn't start necessarily in January out in Hawaii. That's exactly right. Wes. And again, that began, I believe around 2013, 2014. Mm-hmm. And the, and now I think that's been a big complaint of the players on the PGA tour. So now the PGA tour is listening to the members, mm-hmm. and apparently this will go back to more of a calendar-like year for the PGA Tour to begin in earnest mm-hmm. closer to January instead of beginning earlier as they had done. So it's so ironic to me that the complaints of Live Golf, some of them that we heard John Rahm say last week, it's just an exhibition. This feels, to your point, very exhibition-y yeah. that the PGA Tour is in fact doing. So. There's so many fallouts here, but certainly from a gambling perspective, it does change. I can't wait. It's going to be fascinating in 48 hours yeah. what happens at the Travelers. Well, there, there's just so many moving pieces now, That's right. not only on the PGA Tour, but the DP World Tour. Oh because uh, the DP World Tour and the PGA Tour kind of have a partnership now. Because the week before the Open over at St. Andrews, you're going to have the Scottish Open, mm-hmm. which is now a PGA Tour and a DP World Tour event. So, obviously, you're going to get a pretty heavy hitter field of PGA Tour tour guys going over there a week early just to prep and, you know, play links golf, get used to the weather and whatnot. So what I thought was maybe going to happen long-term, and this was as of about a month ago, I thought, you know, eventually the DP world tour is kind of struggling a little bit. Yes. I mean, it's the former European tour DP world, now a sponsor, a Dubai ports company. And I thought maybe the PGA tour is going to buy that tour. And maybe, you know, run it as a separate entity, but still under the auspices of the PGA Tour. Because the DP World Tour, they're who's really hurting on prize money. Because in in reading up on the lead up to this whole Live Golf thing starting, one of the complaints from the DP World Tour players, I think this was an unnamed player at the British Masters a few weeks ago. And he goes... 
we're playing for basically the same purse that we played 15 years ago. Yep. Now, even though the PGA Tour purses have been rising because of the TV money or the sponsors, what have you, and all the sponsors, pretty much all the major sponsors stuck with the PGA Tour during the pandemic, you know, when they were having these events with no fans mm -hmm. and, you know, just they, maybe friends and family only out there. They did yeoman's work to keep yeah, it going. Absolutely. So, you know, how is this going to affect the DP World Tour? By the way, they have an event this week, the BMW International over in Munich, Germany. There's about 10 golfers that did play in that live That's event. That's exactly right. Uh, Keith Pelley, who's the CEO over there, he'll have a long-term decision, but did not elect to suspend those guys. And a lot of that, I think, was because of maybe pressure from the sponsors. So you've got Louis Oosthuizen and Sergio Garcia. DJ. He's not in the field this week, but he does want to play some DP World Tour events. That's but right. Baron Wiesberger is in, Pablo Larathabal. There's about 10 guys that played that live event just outside of London that are in this field in Germany. This, this is, week. And this is where it is, everybody out there who's listening and watching here on Wiesen. This is where the worlds are colliding. The players want to have their freedom. Whether you agree with it, I agree with it or not, that's exactly what they're showing if Brooks Kepka shows up at the Travelers on Thursday. The players that are playing in the DP World Tour that played in the Live Golf event in London a couple weeks ago, these guys are saying, hey, if I meet the requirements that the PGA Tour has outlined, I should then be able to go where I want to go. What does the PGA Tour do now? It's going to be very fascinating if they say to Brooks, if he shows up Thursday and they go, you're not welcome here. Mm -hmm. You're going to get in your car and go home. Mm -hmm. Is that really going to happen? We're going to find out in about 48 hours. Now, right. Brooks might step aside in the interim here, but as of right now, you can still wager on him at about 40 to 1, 45 to 1 out there to win the Travelers. And as of us talking right now, 48 hours away, I have no idea what's going to happen with cases like Brooks Kepka. But to your point about the DP World Tour, those players are being allowed to play this week. Yeah, it's got to be kind of, I think, uh, Monaghan and the PGA Tour, what you got to look at is for balance. And look, I'm pro PGA Tour in this situation, <laughs> but you got to find a balance where it's like, okay, we want to protect our business, but we can't totally be punitive. So you got to find that middle ground. And Jay Monaghan did say today, and I quote, we're being raided. So the, the attack is on by Live Golf. We'll talk about that, the Stanley Cup. Lots of areas to go here on the Lombardi on our Visa and the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. 
Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because they ain't it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It is time to download Nevada's premier sports betting app, BetMGM Sports. BetMGM is all of your favorite wagering options, along with in-game betting, boosted out specials, and much, much more. Download the BetMGM app today or stop by any MGM casino on the Strip with your state-issued ID to open up an account and start placing sports bets from anywhere in Nevada. Whatever your sport, whatever your betting style, you're going to love BetMGM's state-of-the-art technology and fan-friendly specials every day of the week. Visit BetMGM for terms and conditions. Must be 21 or older and physically located in Nevada. Please gamble responsibly. If you have a problem, call 1-800-522-4700. Back alongside Wes Reynolds, I am Dave Ross. This is the Lombardi Line here on VEASAN. Wes, if people say Nevada, Nevada, does that bother? Is that like nails on the chalkboard? This, this It is bothersome to the locals out it here. It is, Because, right? look, the, the bottom line is here in, in Nevada, in Nevada, Nevada, <laughs> in, in Nevada, I did it there. Right. Here in Nevada, a lot of people aren't native Nevadans. There you go. They're from somewhere else. You're from somewhere else. I'm from somewhere else. We're Matt all Santos is from somewhere else. So there's very few, like, actually native Las Vegans or Nevadans in general. Love so, it. you know— you get out here with the culture, and then, uh, yeah, I saw somebody tweeting about this. It's like, if you pronounce it Nevada, because we had a primary week of here last Tuesday. There are primaries, Don't of course. tell me a candidate said it. Yeah, well, no candidate said it. Thank but, God. But this gentleman, I believe his Twitter, at Las Vegas locally, and he said, if you pronounce it Nevada, you should have your right to vote revoked. I agree. Yeah. So, I mean, look, uh, we had primary day last Tuesday. There are still primaries going all over the country. A few more tomorrow or today, actually, on Tuesday. So, uh, yeah, I mean, I guess that's a way to uh, to uh, get the more informed voter, if you will, Dave, if you uh, take them out for mispronouncing Nevada. I met John Kerry once in the 90s at Camden Yards at a Red Sox-Orioles game, mm-hmm. and he was telling me how big of a Sox fan he was. And how much you love Big Papa. Big Papa. <laughs> and I just kind of Pol- went, oh, he's not going to win the presidency. Pol- politi- politicians are bad in both parties. This is one thing you can absolutely both sides. They are total panders. <sighs> and they don't really know the game. They don't really know sports. So they're always messing up names. Huge Red Sox fan, Wes, yes. he was with Big Papa. Yes. Yes. You can, uh, you can tell the uh, lack of authenticity from uh, some folks. <clears throat> I've never forgotten that moment. I don't know that uh, Colorado's going to forget what happened last night down in Tampa. 
because I believe it's only three Stanley Cup final games where a team lost by seven or more goals the game before came back and won mm-hmm. the next game. And that would now, and it goes back to like the teens. And you can add Tampa Bay to that list now after the shellacking that they put on the Avs last night, 6-2. to two. What really is intriguing to me, there's so many different things that we can look at as we look ahead to game four, Wes. But one, the overs cashed every time, which is four to three in game one. Uh, we had seven nothing in game two, and now six to two in game three. And in games one and three, there were no goals in those periods. And yet, mm-hmm. when you get goals, they come in bunches. Yeah. In yeah. this series. So I, it feels like this series is all over the map now. Because, like, I think if Avs backers thought, well, Tampa's dead, 7 nothing. I, I saw you could find it some shops almost 5-1 to one on Tampa before game two or before game three last night. And I'm going, well, nobody's won on home ice yet. What am I missing? So I took those longer odds, Wes, and not saying that Tampa's going to get home. But I feel a hell of a lot better about it today right. than I did 24 hours right, ago. Right, absolutely. Get yourself some equity there. Um, for me, for game three, I actually split last night. I took the Tampa Bay Lightning, mm. thinking, okay, home ice. And by the way, Tampa Bay now 14-1 and one at home down <laughs> there at the good. Amelie Arena in the playoffs. And you could tell that they were engaged. The folks down there in Tampa were engaged Boy. right away and made an absolute difference. And maybe there was something to it. I think we kind of just, you know, say, yeah, it's there, but we ignore it, that maybe it was the altitude that at least in part, I don't think, you know, getting beat seven, nothing. It's just altitude in game two, but at least in part, you've got a team that's not used to it. And when you get a team that's used to playing in the Western conference, that makes multiple trips to Denver to play the abs, you know, the gold Knights, uh, Winnipeg, Vancouver, Mm -hmm. the Kings, like they're all used to it. Tampa Bay, you know, you go out there one time a year because you're an Eastern conference team. So it's like, you're not used to this really, even though you did have a couple days off in between. So Tampa Bay looked a step slow. They did not look slow last night, even though they got outshot 39 to 32. That's a lot closer gap than, you know, the first game when it was like, what, 38 to 23. Right. I mean, they were getting outshot all over the place, but Tampa Bay looked more aggressive. They were more physical. I thought that was a big momentum shift uh, when Colorado looked like they had a goal in about the first five minutes and it was offsides Mm. just barely. So the video coach for Tampa Bay, whoever that may be, probably got a nice little uh, envelope in his mailbox this morning because that absolutely saved them because you go down one of their five minutes and it's here we go again. You You know, Wes, it's a great point. And for those who don't remember just a parallel here in the NBA, that's what Eric Spolster did with Pat Riley in the heat before he became a head coach. He was basically a video guy. Mm-hmm. Right? And that's that's a job. That's a, like a, a pertinent job that might have just flipped the entire Stanley Cup Finals. We'll see how it plays out. But that is a huge, huge momentum changer. And one other point that you brought up that I've not heard many people discuss in their handicap, and that is altitude. So, you know, you look at it with, with Tampa. They were down 0-2 to the Rangers, right? And they were down 2 nothing in Game 3. They came... There's no altitude difference when you go from New York to Tampa, yeah. right? But when you do go back to Colorado, because I actually do believe that Tampa right now, I, I like their odds here to even up the series of two games apiece on home ice. How do they then adjust? Because they just, in their mind, 
we got to get one in Colorado, at least one at this stage. How big a difference will that be? And is it, is it still conversely for Colorado a change when they go to the East Coast now and go down to Tampa and leave the mile high altitude of Colorado? Well, and I think the concern for Colorado, I don't think they have concern about scoring, even though they only got two last night. I think the concern and what we thought was the difference was like, okay, this is what's going to keep Tampa in this series is the goaltending. Right. Because Tampa with Vasilevsky, obviously, I think, has the edge in goaltending. And uh, you looked, uh, Darcy Kemper did get pulled after five goals. John Cooper did not elect to do so in game two and pull Vasilevsky. But uh, eventually, Pavel Frankuz did uh, handle basically most of the third period. Mm -hmm. So... You know, that's what you were looking at. And you knew Tampa Bay, I think, that there's too much pride in that organization or as the uh, our Canadian brothers Organize. up north, organization. I love the way they pronounce organization. It's <laughs> the so, proper way to say it. You know, it. when, when in uh, 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 Montreal, do as the <laughs> Montrealans do or Absolutely. however you do it. But any, anywho. anywho. <laughs> that's exactly right. But like, it, it is interesting, too, because you look at the eight goals uh, that were scored last night, the seven in games one and two. So we're, we're climbing over the over, right? Because each time, each game, it's been six. It's been okay. a flat six pretty much here. Are we, is this ever? Are we going to get a three-two hockey game? I guess is my question. Or are I, all these games going to kind of be? The way I sure as darn hope so because I'm tired of betting unders and getting losing tickets. So and look, we're seeing here game four. By the way. Uh, juice to the under six a little bit, minus 115 at BetMGM. And basically throughout the market, I think the boys over at uh, Superbook at Westgate are at mm-hmm. 120. But, you know, I think you are going to see maybe some people come back on the under because it's like, okay, is it the do factor? And I always hate betting the do factor, but it is reality within sports betting. So pretty split on both sides, though. Some have Colorado the favorite. Some have Tampa Bay about the same price that they basically were on the open or at least yesterday morning at minus 110. But. I think you are going to see at least maybe maybe that is going to be kind of the quote unquote sharp square divide where you get some of the sharper guys that are going to come in on the under bulk of the tickets. But but that was what we had last night. Bulk of the tickets on the on the over. But a lot of the money and a lot of that being sharper dollars went on the under. But look. Sharp money loses too. It's not just public money right. that always loses. And it certainly did last night. So I end up splitting this thing. But I get look, Tampa Bay, at least they're back within the series. Now you got to look at the injuries. And that's why I think the market is at a holding pattern because we know Braden Point who returned a couple games ago, he's going to be questionable. Kucherov well, did Kucherov lead the game. Injury, that's the one that scares you, right? Because <clears throat> you look at first score for each team, and, and the mm-hmm. shortest side you can see is McKinnon for Colorado and Kucherov for Tampa. And he left. It was a little scrum ensued about six minutes ago in regulation mm-hmm. last night in period number three. How big of a factor is that into the handicap if he's dinged up? Because, again, you're not going to know, America. That's the thing. They're going to say, I think it was holding his side. Yeah. Upper body yeah. ailments, what it's going to be, right? Well, it's huge for your power play because, obviously, not only Kucherov being one of your main wingers and your main scorers, but Braden Point kind of runs the point, yeah. no pun intended, on one of those power play units. And he didn't even go last night. And they didn't need him. I just think it was a good good spot for them. 0-2 back against the wall. But Colorado, they've got some injury concerns on their side. We know Nazim Kadri still battling that, that broken thumb injury. 
that he suffered in the West Finals against Edmonton when Evander Kane had that cross check. But we thought, okay, maybe Kadri toward the back end of the series may come back. We haven't seen him in three games. Andre Barakovsky did not go last night, so he is going to be mm. questionable. He's the guy that's already got on the tally sheet in this series and another guy they like for the power play, even though they did get Cogliano back, who's their best penalty killer uh, in game two. But I think that's why you see the market with still a day away, kind of in a holding pattern, not knowing who's going to play and who's going to be available. So I think what we learned there, it's it's Nevadians, it's Las Vegans, not Nevadans, Nevadans, Las Vegans, and, and we don't know about Montrealians. I know, I, I kind of just made that up. I was like, what? How do they do that up there in Quebec? John Kerry, it's Big Poppy. Just for the record, <laughs> come on back. We'll talk some Major League Baseball right here in the Lombardi Line on Visa and the Sports Betting Network. The VEASAN Summer Special is here. For only $19, you get everything VEASAN has to offer from now to the end of July. Sign up today. You're going to get VEASAN's daily best bets, including Adam Burke's daily MLB best bets, NFL preseason coverage, premium articles on golf, UFC, USFL, and NASCAR. If you want the full VEASAN experience, which features a daily best bets email, every edition of Point Spread Weekly, use of our betting tools, and a live video stream whenever you want it. The cost is only $19 to be a subscriber through July 31st, so sign up now at VEASAN.com. Slash summer. Back alongside West Reynolds, I am Dave Ross. This is the Lombardi Line right here on Vista. Going to have the King of New York, Will Hill, joining us uh, in just a few minutes after our next break. But before we get to Major League Baseball, and I know you already do yeoman's work on long shots with Brady Cannon. Again, you got to read the newsletter because you always, you already one live event. You've already given out a winner. Going to be more work for you coming up with these new live events. Just got a, a, ta- a tweet rather from Trip uh, Trip Tepper, and Trip says at us. The PGA Tour needs to reduce events, not reconfigure them. They should have three tournaments a month from January to August. 24 events when you can actually get a full field event with max OWGR players at Visa Line. I get that, but obviously that's reducing your inventory. You have sponsor obligations with a lot of these events. And, you know, some of these tournaments, you've been going to these cities forever. Like, take the uh, Travelers this week we uh, in Hartford. This is the 70th year anniversary of this event. I remember this event in the 80s when it was uh, Sammy Davis Jr. Oh, yeah. Uh, uh, Hartford or whatever in <laughs> Open. And uh, he, would, he did the pro, Hartford, Pro-Am yeah. and... Uh, you know, there's so much history, and I think the tour does want to pay attention to the uh, the history and all of that. But, I mean, I understand that. But apparently, and I do want to correct something, these eight events, by the way, are going to be spread across the season. They're not going to be all back-ended in the fall. So, look, how is that going to affect? It's not going to affect your big tournaments. It's not going to, you know, they're not going to do an event to compete against Jack Nicholas at the Memorial. Right. They're not going to do one to compete against the Arnold Palmer Invitational That's in Orlando right. or, like, the Phoenix Open or one of their more popular events, but some of the middling events it like might, rocket might get affected. The Rocket Mortgage or like the 3M Open mm-hmm. or, uh, you know, the, uh, the the what used to be known as the Bob Hope Classic right. out there in Palm Springs, now the American Express. So that's going to be a part of it. So that'll be interesting to see. You know, obviously, it have been a lot of breaking golf news this morning. One thing I do want to add to, because we were talking hockey last segment, uh, John Cooper, the Tampa Bay Lightning coach, did get asked about Cooch's status for game four. Okay. And he goes, as I sit right now, I think he can play tomorrow. So 
okay. looking like a, it, it's sounding good, but he's also saying, I'm not going to commit to that, even though he kind of did. He kind of says like, okay, you're going to play, dude. That's what it sounds so it's like. like so. It's like you're, you're not damn sitting out <laughs> now. As, you know, when I said, as I sit, you can play tomorrow. He added the caveat a little bit to give him wiggle, wiggle room, said, but I'm not Cooch. If I know Cooch, he's sitting there saying the same thing, but we'll see what the doctors and everybody says. So, Kind of put his guy out there, I, see I would think. That he's going to play. We need you to play in yeah. game four is what it sounds like. Yeah, dude, dude, we're down 2-1, man. We got <laughs> to get both of these here at home. All hands on deck, so we'll talk more about game four in the second hour. I want to thank Trip for the uh, the tweet. And, again, you can hit us up at Ross Sports, at West Reynolds 1, and certainly at VEASAN Live. Uh, but, again, it reminds me of – Bob Dylan once sang, times they are changing. Ron yes. Burgundy never heard that song. So I wonder if the PGA Tour is hearing the song that's being played right now because whether we like it or not, and I know Wes and I, I think I can speak for us, we liked it the way it was. The times are changing in the world of golf. It's going to come to a head soon. It might come to a head on Thursday uh, at the Hartford Open or at the uh, Travelers now, as they call it. And we'll find out if Brooks Kepka, who 40 to 1, 45 to 1, you're seeing across uh, some of the boards here, whether or not he'll actually be able to play and will actually tee it up. It could get very, very fiery. We're going to talk to Lynn Hochberg in hour number two more about the golf world. Let's get to Major League Baseball here. If you watched the Yankees last night and what Garrett Cole was doing in Tampa, Mm-hmm. I mean, takes a no-no into the eighth, two-nothing. They hold on. They get two in the top of the ninth after he gives up. Uh, they give up a couple runs in the bottom of the eighth, and the Yankees do get that four-to-two win. When I look at the Cy Young uh, odds here to win it, and I see Garrett Cole at 11-1, and the guy he outdueled yesterday was Shane McClanahan of Tampa Bay, and he's got the shortest number on the board right now in the American League at plus 350. There's the old man, Justin Verlander. Plus 375. Uh, you look at Manoa there. He's at 550. You look at Cortez at 9-1. to one. Bieber, Gosman, Dylan Cease. These are the, some of the longer shots that you see out there. What about Garrett Cole? Got out to a, a rocky start, and now it's been shortened to 8-1 to one after that performance last night. Think about that. Those numbers moved from 11-1 to 8-1 based on that performance mm-hmm. last night. Is there still value in anybody there like a Garrett Cole, or do you think right now it's been extracted? Well, I I think there's probably still a little bit here, but look, when you have the Yankees, it's like when you have, you know, the Emmys or the Oscars and you have like two actors in the same movie and they split the vote amongst them. So that's what always your concern is a little bit here, but Garrett Cole had a no, no. He carried into the seventh last night was great. I was actually on the wrong side. I was on McClanahan. It was pretty darn good in his own right, but just the rays are really struggling right now with all these injuries that they have in that lineup. And, and I probably underestimated that because they, they, they are just absolutely beat up here with uh, now Margot, by the way, he got hurt last night and that was in the top of the ninth when Aaron Hicks looks like he was about to hit a bomb, but it wasn't going to quite clear Margot missed time. The jump hurt his knee in right field right. and uh, Hicks got a triple and that eventually put the Yankees in business to win the game. But you look at that lineup, Kiermaier out, Wander Franco out, Brandon Lowe, I believe just got back, but they got to find some bad help down in Tampa Bay. That staff led by McClanahan is pretty good, but they got to find some help. But back to the Cy Young, mm-hmm. I still think that there's value in, in Cole. But if you look, it's really been the entire Yankee staff Boy. that has been very good. Uh, you look, Nestor Cortez, who's, by the way, it's going right and out against Jalen Beeks in the second of the series down at the Trop. Nestor Cortez, 6-2 and two and 12 starts, uh, ERA 194, the exit very respectable at just under 3.5. Jamison Tyone, who you don't even see on the list there, 
Eight and one and 13 starts. Now, him and Jordan Montgomery are the back end of the staff. They don't strike out many guys. Like you look at Garrett Cole, 11 and a half strikeouts per nine innings. Severino, who, you know, has been kind of in and out a little bit with some injuries. Severino with 11 strikeouts per nine innings. So when the weakest pitcher on your staff, if you were to go by the numbers, is Jordan Montgomery, who's three and one and 13 starts. Doesn't strike out a lot of guys. Doesn't walk a lot of guys. Keeps the ball in the ballpark. Uh, very good ground ball rate. He's actually got the best ground ball rate, almost at 50%, which is outstanding. When your worst guy is a 272 in the ERA and 359 on the XFIP, that's one reason why you can't give all the credit to the bats. And Aaron Judge, certainly the MVP favorite, deserves a lot of credit, but you're not 50 and 17 if your starting rotation isn't getting the job done. And again, we're going to have Will Hill coming up next. 50 and 17, first team to get to 50. We thought that might be the Dodgers in the National League. Mm-hmm. 15 and 17. I don't know that many people saw this coming with the kind of quote unquote lackluster offseason right. that the Yankees have had, right? And in, in, in yesteryear, it'd be, they always made the big splash uh, in the offseason, kind of fizzled in the regular. This feels like a new way of going about it in the American League. It's, it's not, you know, like just hit the long ball and three run homers. They, they, and well, and they're, to they're do pitching it, in defense. And to do it in that division, I mean, Toronto, who I think everybody loved this year, I even yeah. said last year, Toronto's a 2022 team, maybe not a 2021 team. Toronto's nine games over 500. They're 38 they're well. 39. Tampa Bay struggled a little bit lately, still five over 500, but it's just they've been so injured and just don't have a lot of depth at the plate right now. And then you look all of a sudden at the Boston Red Sox, 37 and 31. All of a sudden, Tampa Bay's in fourth place in the AL East. And even Baltimore, plucky in spots, not a great team, but only eight games under 500, certainly not bottom of the barrel. So for the Yankees to do that in that division is just outstanding. It really is. We're going to get back to baseball, certainly with Will coming up uh, here next, but I do want to, we set off the top of the show about Deshaun Watson, right? Mm-hmm. So 20 of the 24 cases have been settled out of court with Deshaun Watson and the, uh, the, 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 the complainants, if you will. Yeah. Okay. Those have been settled. The NFL has now said that that will not affect today's news will not affect the disciplinary action that they've come to, which right. leads me to the question, what have they come to? Yeah, They haven't announced it yet. And I know certainly us in, in the gambling world, we're waiting to see what that is because we don't know. Is it a four-game suspension? Mm-hmm. Is it a six-game suspension? Is it eight? Is it a season long? We heard that it was going to be historic in nature, whatever that might be, which leads you to believe it's more than half the year. Well, and I want to bring in another guy that did comment on that. That would be John McClain, the former longtime dean of NFL beat writers, was at the Houston Chronicle, now retired, still does some media appearances on local radio down there in Houston. But he said, I don't think Watson settling with 20 of the 24 plaintiffs plaintiffs is going to affect his suspension. And and then the NFL concurs with with John's tweet there. So, again, for people out there, we've talked about it a lot in this offseason, like how do you handicap the Cleveland Browns? This news today, I, I know on the surface, sounds positive for Browns backers. Whatever numbers you might have got, some of them have been taken off the board uh, here in Las Vegas. But it, it should not really affect, I don't think, in a positive nature, the belief that he's going to be able to play sooner than than some people suspect. Mm-hmm. I think he's still going to miss a significant chunk of time, if not all of the Now, season. if it's a shorter suspension and it comes at the beginning of the season, obviously you see that schedule. 
it's going to be a lot easier, I think, early on rather than later where it's more back-ended. This news is just breaking, so we'll try to give you the latest as we get it to you here. Uh, certainly so you have the jump on whatever numbers you might be able to get. Come on back. It is Will Hill joining us next on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think you could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. I'm not guarding like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Turn a loss into a win with the king of sportsbooks. Place a one-game parlay wager with at least four legs on any Major League Baseball game. And if all the legs of the parlay hit but one, you're going to get your stake back in free bets up to $25. Log into your account and download the app or sign up with BetMGM to take advantage of this offer all season long. Just opt in to the one-game parlay insurance promotion. Then place a one-game parlay wager with at least four legs or more on any MLB game. 
If you miss only one leg of the wager, you can receive up to $25 back in free bets. Major League Baseball trademarks are used with permission. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. New and existing customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable free bets or site credit. Free bets expire seven days from issuance. Please gamble responsibly. If you have a problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Nevada, New York, or Washington, D.C. Back alongside West Reynolds, I am Dave Ross. We continue the Lombardi line here on Vison with the King of New York. He is Will Hill. You can follow him on Twitter as we do at not the Will Hill. Always great to have you back in the program, Will. I want to start today with golf because the Travelers is kind of close to you up there in the Northeast, and they're going to be teeing it up on Thursday at Hartford. And you like a lefty with really long odds. And maybe not the lefty that, well, everybody's talking about Phil over there and Liv Golf, but it's a different lefty from Florida State. Who do you like this week at what number? Yeah, I actually live in Connecticut. This is like a half hour, 40 minutes from here. So maybe I can go there and jeer some of the other golfers while I root for my guy, Hank Lebiota. Uh, it's a short course. I think this fits his game pretty well. You're going to need to string some birdies together here. But lefties have done pretty well at this course. Watson and Mickelson combined have won this tournament a handful of times. So uh, you get Lebiota here at a, a monster number. He's like 130, 141, of course. Always shop around, uh, especially with this kind of market. Th- these odds can vary. You want to get the best bang for your buck. But I did play a little bit of Lebiota at triple digit odds, first round leader uh, to win the tournament. I, I think it's a good bet. It's an interesting course where, you know what, the cre- the cream probably rises to the top here. You never know, you know, w- w- with the kind of score you're going to need here, if one of these guys is a long shot can pull it off. But I think Lebiota here at these odds is a pretty good bet. Hank Lebiota, by the way, was in contention at this event last year. I think he ended up yes. finishing T5. Mm-hmm. Uh, kind of this point in the summer, that started a decent little run. He didn't win any of these tournaments, but he was T5 at the Travelers, T4 at the Rocket Mortgage, and then T8 at the John Deere. So, you know, some guys, there is something to that. I think maybe guys that play well in a certain part of the year, like you always get some guys that are really hot starters on the West Coast Swing or guys that play well, you know, in the summer and the spring, different times of calendar year. So uh, that long shot absolutely makes sense. You know, you look at the numbers here, boys, at, at the board, and it's a really good field because obviously it's not too far, obviously, from Brookline, Mass, where the U.S. Open was last week. So it feels like a loaded field. But I love the lefty analogy here because Bubba and Phil, they've, they've had a lot of success in this golf course. I don't know why it lends itself maybe to left-handers. But w- would you fade guys now with all the controversy from Live Golf? We don't know if Brooks is going to be eligible to play. Right now he's still on the board here. Will, how do you handicap that from like a heartstrings perspective? And some guys are going to get jeered if they show up. We saw it a little bit at the U.S. Open, but pretty much most of the fans are, were pretty cordial to the live guys. Do you, does that factor into your handicapping? It's probably a pretty uh, good way to go. And you got to think the travel, you know, the time difference, uh, you know, answering tough questions, all those sorts of things. It would certainly be a situation where, yeah, you, you might be a good uh, idea to play against them. I'm curious Wes's thoughts here if that's uh, if that's an angle he's thought about. Yeah, I mean, look, uh, you know, some of the guys uh, that are going to be playing, this is kind of the last event that's going to have, I think, a really elite field until you get over perhaps for the Scottish Open, which is the week for the Open Championship right. at St. Andrews. So this is where you got that second live event at the beginning of July. Then you get into like, you get into like the John Deere Classic and the Rocket Mortgage the next two weeks. You're going to have a weaker field where you're not going to have as many headliners. I mean, look, you got like five of the top 10 in the world playing in this event. I think it's eight of the top 15, 11 of the top 20 in the official 
official world golf rankings. So this was an easy event for them to play. And the travelers usually attracts at least a couple headliners at the top. This was an easy event for them to play because obviously going from Boston to Hartford, that's two hours travel. So, you know, might as well play here. But if you look at the past winners, you've seen bombers win here. You've seen the Dustin Johnsons Mm -hmm. and you've seen, uh, of course, the Bubba Watsons, but you've also seen Jordan Spieth and Ken Duke and guys that don't exactly <laughs> hit it long off the tee. Yeah. So that's what makes this course so fun. It's not a very long course at all, about 6,800 yards, one of the shorter ones on tour, but you have a lot of plan of attack. You do have thick rough, though. This is like thicker than some of the open rough they actually might have seen last week. So got to hit it in the fairway, but you've got a lot of ways to attack these greens. I'm with you guys, though. I think you could see it. it, it we saw it with Brooks Kepka asked about live golf before the U.S. So I haven't even thought about that thing. Right. So these guys, it has worn on them, the media, the attention they've gotten with Live Golf as they, they go over to the Travelers. It's going to be interesting because I know everybody thinks, well, this is going to be the last one. No, we saw Abraham Answer go too. Some of these names on the board that we're going to be betting on this week probably are going to be leaving as well. So it's going to be fascinating just the way the media, all those interactions, but you should factor that in, I think, certainly uh, to your point there, Will, about uh, how you would handicap some of these names that are being rumored to go over to Live Golf. Let's get to Major League Baseball here in the card today. And speaking of the card, I know you like the cards today and maybe to have a bit of an offensive explosion. What do you like today? Yeah, I know a lot of the VEASAN guys, and you're included, Dave, have been fading Adon for the Nationals, mm-hmm. uh, who spent just a, you know batting practice. I'm going to throw one more in here. Chi-Chi Gonzalez off the scrap heap. He was pitching for the Twins in some spot starts. Uh, you know, he's had just really a, a troubled career, a difficulty getting people out, missing barrels. He got picked up by the Brewers because Ashby's out, Woodruff, uh, Peralta. They have a ton of pitching issues. So in comes Chichi Gonzalez to fade this Cardinals, face this Cardinals lineup. Uh, I'm looking at Cardinals minus a dollar thirty here with Flaherty, who's got a lot of talent. You know, was in the mix for a Cy Young a couple of years back. He's d- dealt with some injuries, just returned a week or two ago. So I think you do still have a pitching advantage with the Cardinals. Uh, so Cardinals minus 130. And if you want to just isolate your handicap, maybe a Cardinals team total over over four and a half. There's a little juice to it, minus a dollar thirty-five or so. But I could see this Cardinal team, you know, putting up six or seven runs and scoring early. I think this is a tough matchup here for Tichi Gonzalez. So I'm gonna fade him any way I can. I like the Cardinals here on the money line and the team total going over. Well, I tried to get in front of the Yankees, you know, kind of betting against them off that streak, getting snapped that nine game winning streak. Thought it was a good spot yesterday. And Shane McClanahan was pretty darn good. Garrett Cole, just a little bit better, but watching this Tampa team. And I watched a lot of that game last night. They're having a lot of trouble scoring runs right now with so many guys out. And they have uh, Jalen Beeks going to be the starter tonight. That just got announced a few minutes ago. Nestor Cortez, of course, going for the Yankees, an absolute Cy Young candidate, mm. along with Garrett Cole. Uh, Worf laying the big price on the pinstripes here on the road? I think so. Just because you mentioned Beeks, that's going to be an opener situation. They're just going to throw a bunch of bullpen guys. Uh, at the Yankees here, Cortez has just been incredible, keeping the ball off the fat of the bat. He's so crafty, so different than these other pitchers who throw. You know, everyone throws 97, 98 now. He's low 90s. He's you know changes speeds, changes arm angles. He's a true pitcher's pitcher. Uh, I think he, this is a good matchup for him. Like you said, the Rays struggled to score runs, and this isn't a typical Rays team. You think of the Rays, you think of the bullpen, the defense, kind of a scrappy fundamental team. They have really struggled catching the baseball. So when you can't score and you can't catch the ball and your pitching's not that good uh, outside of McClanahan, that's not a great recipe. And uh, the Red Sox have caught them in the standings. I had Bill James on the podcast 
yesterday. It airs today. Shameless plug for the podcast. He said the Red Sox are going to finish ahead of the Rays and, and you know, Rays will pro- uh, possibly miss the playoffs here. So I don't know if you'll get four from the American League East, but I do like the Yankees here. And boy, you just bet, bet the Yankees, the Mets every day. You could just go to the movies and count your profits because these teams have been uh, incredible here in terms of making you money. You do a great job with the city cast here, Will. And to that point, I do want to ask about Cortez and certainly Garrett Cole, we saw the numbers get shorted after that great outing last night. What's changed for Garrett Cole? Because I think at the beginning of the year, everybody wanted to go, see, the baseballs, and, you know, now you don't have the sticky stuff, and now he looks like Garrett Cole again. Has anything changed that you've been able to see as the season's gone on? Yeah, he had a couple bad starts. Who knows if that was the weather? Again, I mean, a bad start for him. He gives up like three or four runs, and people freak out. They mentioned the spider tack. They mentioned the contract. Cole's a really good pitcher. I actually think Cole's gotten underrated here. I mean, he had that five home run start against the twins, which right. obviously was, is not what you want, but if you take that stat out, that start out, which I'm not a fan of doing, you know, your starts, your starts, but he's been dominant really uh, since the beginning of April. If you exclude that one start, you know, I think the last 19 innings, uh, last two starts is 13 innings, 19 strikeouts. I mean, he's just been, you know, one run. He's a dominant pitcher. So I don't think you worry about Cole. Here's, here's the deal. If you're the Yankees and Cole's your biggest concern, you don't have any problems because Cole's still really uh really good pitcher. Will about 30 seconds left to go here. Uh, we have now a two, one series, Colorado, Tampa Bay with a big win last night, six to two. Do you think that was just Tampa Bay showing the pride where it's like, we got too much of a culture and can't get swept or do they now actually have some momentum and make this a real series? Yeah, four is where these series swing because if Colorado wins, it's 3-1 and you can forget about it. They're going to be holding up the trophy here. And if it's 2-2, you're usually looking at a long series. So game four is the swing series, uh, the swing game. I would lean towards Colorado. But look, at least we got a competitive series now. Uh, it's not a sweep. It's not a formality. I would still lean towards Colorado winning game four and winning the series. You know, if you do go to the Travelers and heckle some of the players, don't be surprised if Shooter McGavern says, go back to your shanties. <laughs> Will, always appreciate it. Follow him on Twitter at NotTheWillPill. Good to talk some more golf in hour number two uh, later on with Len Hockford. Come on back. It's the Lombardi on MVC and the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. We are the voice of NASCAR. The green flag is in the air and we are underway. The great American race. The Motor Racing Network. NASCAR Cup, Xfinity and Craftsman Truck Series Racing. Live on your hometown radio station and MRN or NASCAR.com. Martinsville, Talladega, the Chicago Street Course. We have the side-by-side action and last lap passes for the win. Photo finishes. Ryan Blaney will win. The voice of NASCAR, the Motor Racing Network. 
Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.